welcome back to our Golden 20s podcast, where we talk about how to make the most of your 20s. My name is Tegan, and I'm joined with my co-host, Sadie. Hello. And today we are going to talk about a couple of different themes. So the first one is how to make your home a sanctuary, how to make your room an escape room from this crazy, crazy world. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And we're also going to be talking about spring cleaning your life because obviously spring is here. Spring is spring. Like it, I know. Yeah, like this episode drops March fifteenth, and I think the first day of spring is March sixteenth. So, was it? I thought it was usually like the twenty yeah. something, but wow, it is right around yeah. the corner. I always feel like the first day of winter is really late. Like it's like already mm. snowy. Yeah. But the first day of spring is always so early, it feels like, because it's like I still know. snowy. Yeah. So I know. And in March, it's just like one day it's like 15 degrees and sunny and springy. And then the next day you get hit with a snowstorm. So it's just like, yep. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah. It's definitely hard. But I feel like that's what is kind of nice about like, spring cleaning and like you know just like using this time to like still focus on your home and just get your life in order Mm -hmm. spring clean declutter before you kind of go into the summer months that are often like more social and you kind of neglect your space a little bit more since you're like out and about a little bit more enjoying the weather seeing friends all that sort of thing so definitely love that we're chatting about this yeah I feel like spring is a very hopeful month Like we are gearing up towards better days. Exactly. And this goes without saying that our homes especially are like become this like, well, just our homes in general have become more important over the past few years, like living through the Mm -hmm. pandemic and everything. That's like old news at this point. But I feel like we haven't done a home episode in a while to be like, okay, let's let's focus on your home because I think your physical space can really be a reflection of how you're feeling mentally or it can impact how you're feeling mentally. So, you know, just taking some time to clean up your space or organize your space or make your space a sanctuary or a Zen happy place to be, even if you're there all the time, (laughs) I feel like it's good (laughs) just to chat this out, especially like you were saying, Tag, the world only gets more chaotic that it's important to have like a safe space to unwind and like recharge at the end of the day. Yeah, definitely. So I feel like my first kind of tip as far as making your home feel, I want to say like more spa-like or cozier, Mm -hmm. which is like maybe not the goal that you have, but it's the goal that I have. (laughs) But it's to go with like soft natural lighting And specifically to try and avoid the use of overhead lighting at night. Yeah. Because it's just, it's not flattering. I feel like it gives me a headache. It burns Mm -hmm. my retinas. It's just not the vibe. Like I'd rather have like five different lamps than one big fluorescent overhead light. It's so funny. I'm the exact same way. And I feel like my family has like like we all know we're lamp people where yeah going to like a friend's house or like going to another family member's house or something and they have like the overhead lights on it's just like no like if you come to our house it'll always be the lamps on 
<laughs> I get that too. And I also love like twinkle lights and stuff. Like, like you're saying, it kind of mm-hmm. creates more like a cozy space, but I feel like creating a cozy space is a space I can like often relax in. So they do go hand in hand for sure. Yeah. Even candles. And part of this, mm-hmm. I feel like is like an environmental one too, where it's like when I have all the lights in my house, it's like I feel my house getting hotter and I'm like, I just know how much energy this is using where it's like, I'd rather like turn off some lights, light a candle, get cozy. Yeah. And I feel kind of along the same lines of like coziness. It's just like making your space feel homey. And I feel like that's especially important for like renters, you know, where you feel a little bit Mm -hmm. limited with what you can do. But I think like homey and coziness kind of go hand in hand as well. So it's, you know, hanging things on the wall, especially if your walls are like bright white like mine are. Like it can be very like Mm -hmm. cold and like sterile feeling. Where if you hang things on the wall or add cozy things like rugs and pillows, it can really warm up the space and make it feel like like a warm hug kind of thing and a place mm-hmm. you want to relax in. Yeah, one thing as far as like decorating goes is I feel like your 20s is a big transition period. At least mm-hmm. for me, it was like in your teens, you were just trying to collect as many things that spoke to you and you probably didn't have a lot of money. So you're getting hand-me-downs. And mm-hmm. then I feel like your 20s is a good time to kind of experiment with minimalism and keeping things in your house that really spark joy to you and letting go of things that don't so yeah. that your home is just filled with things that you love and that speak to you and inspire yeah. you. Yeah, 100%. I feel like I relate to that so much. Like I think my apartment is my biggest pride and joy in my Mm -hmm. life so far. (laughs) Like my apartment (laughs) and my job, but they go hand in hand Mm -hmm. because of my job. I can afford my apartment and all the things within it. You know what I mean? But I just feel like my home is literally my happy place. Like I think we've talked about this before. I love to travel, but I love the feeling of coming home and just being around all my things. That being said, I'm definitely not a minimalist and that is obvious since I love to shop so much. Winners and Home (laughs) Sense are my favorite place to go. But I think if you do have a lot of stuff, like just find a good way to organize it where it's not like you're Mm -hmm. suffocating or like you're overwhelmed just looking around your space. Like I feel like when you come into my apartment, it is quite minimal, but I'm very like organized within my closets and everything so it's like even if I have a lot of stuff it all has a place to go yeah and I think it's you know you can practice minimalism I think and still end up with a lot of stuff Mm -hmm. if all that stuff sparks joy for you so it's just like giving yourself permission to get rid of things that like maybe you feel guilty because you're like, I spent money on this, so I should keep it. Mm -hmm. It's like, well, if it's not really serving you and not bringing you joy, it would probably better suit someone if you were to donate it or if you're holding Mm -hmm. on to something because it was a gift and you feel guilty. You know, those aren't reasons to keep things in your home, especially if you're working from home and your space is limited. Mm -hmm. Things should be kept there because you love them. Yeah, 100%. I love that so much. And I feel like also we've kind of chatted about this before, but like curating like the perfect space takes a lot of time. You know, like it's something that has literally taken me six years that I've lived in this apartment to get to where I'm at today. And like 
-hmm. It's just now that I'm loving my space so much. So if you're not there yet, like that's totally okay. But I feel like, you know, working towards that can definitely be like a good goal. Yeah, definitely. I think another good tip is adding tidying up into your daily routine Mm -hmm. so that it's not this is something I'm guilty of is pushing everything until the weekend and then Mm. as soon as you get a social invitation you're like well I haven't left my house in a week I should go to the social invitation but then your space is kind of falling behind in the upkeep yeah yeah I it's kind of going back to that like physical space reflecting my mental space like I cannot go to bed with a like messy apartment like I have Mm -hmm. tidying up as part of my night routine because I I know I'm not a morning person so if I wake up to a mess I'm just going to start the day on the wrong foot but also just like laying in bed knowing I have a sink full of dishes like I just cannot relax (laughs) and like actually go to sleep at night so for me, my tidying up routine is part of my nighttime routine. And it, like I said, I often do dishes. I fold up the blankets on my couch, like fluff my pillows and just like put away any clothes that I've like thrown about in my room. I feel like though, this has only really come through for me during the pandemic when I do spend time at Mm -hmm. home and like have a lot of time, but exactly like you're saying, Tag, like it's so easy for your home to fall behind when your social calendar is bumping. Like I used to be the type of person that would come home from a night out, like throw my clothes on the floor, put on my like shower, put on my pajamas, go to bed, wake up, do it all over again. And then it's like, okay, having that one day a week where you tidy everything up is good. So I think if you can't get it to be part of your daily routine, like try to fit it into your weekly routine somehow. And then also schedule like bigger cleaning tasks weekly or bi-weekly or even monthly. Like as much as I do my tidying up every night, I do like a weekend day where I vacuum, clean my bathrooms, like wipe down my kitchen, those sorts of like tasks that take a little bit more time. But then it just sets me up for like more success in the like week ahead yeah definitely and I feel like some of these tasks don't even need to be like a whole thing it could be like you set a timer for five minutes Mm -hmm. and you do your best and like I know for me in five minutes I can do like a load of dishes and I can straighten up my living room and make my bed And even like small things like that make a big difference. Yeah. And that was actually one thing I meant to like mention kind of right off the hop was I don't think your whole house has to be your sanctuary like or your whole apartment or whatever. Like if you can just create one space within your home, Mm -hmm. that's a sanctuary. Like just focus on keeping that tidy and just focus on like, you know, really setting the vibe through the coziness. We were just talking about the minimalism, like whatever just really focus on that one space. And for me, that's like my bedroom. So like I was just saying, I make sure to keep my bedroom clean and we'll spend, yeah, five minutes tidying that up or whatever. And it's like, okay, if the rest of my house is, if I don't have time, then I'll sacrifice the rest of my house. As long as my bedroom, which I've like decided is my like sanctuary space is clean, then at least that's something, you know? Yeah, definitely. I think it's good to be realistic because all we see is like influencers who have perfectly clean, organized houses, at Mm -hmm. least as they show on Instagram or TikTok. Yeah. And so it's like, 
that's not what we're trying to do here. Yeah. <laughs> we're trying to be realistic. And sometimes, you know, making your house a sanctuary is as simple as tidying for five minutes and lighting a candle. Yeah. Or it's as extra as, you know, buying all linen fabric because that makes you feel nice. Like it's kind mm-hmm. of however far you want to take it and wherever you are in life, however much money you have to spend or whatever situation you're in, it's kind of up to you. Yeah, 100%. I feel like everybody has that chair that sits either in their living room, their bedroom, and it gets just loaded with shit throughout the day, throughout the week. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, usually for me, it's like a pile of clothes or something on this chair. And I feel like I've even seen this in influencers too, but they get like all the PR packages. Like, I'm like, we know your chair is actually like a whole corner of your apartment (laughs) that you're just like not getting in the shot. Like, (laughs) so funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to make sure to bring up was if you are still working from home, create a dedicated workspace and this is something that I've taught myself Mm -hmm. but I think it's so important because obviously like I don't have to tell you but at the beginning of the pandemic everyone was just kind of making it up as they went along and people were working from laptops off a stack of books in their kitchen and while that worked at the meantime we're two years in you deserve to have a nice workspace that's ergonomic Mm -hmm. Because you spend 40 hours a week, probably, working. Mm -hmm. So you should make it nice. Have an area where it's easy for you to do your work, easy to stay focused and on topic, Mm -hmm. and is safe for your body. You're not hunched over or you're not too tall or anything like that. And then it also makes it a lot easier when your workday is done if you can leave that space and really create kind of like a separation in your mind because it's so draining I feel like if you spend all day working from the couch then it's five o'clock you close your laptop and then you sit on that same couch in the same spot for three more hours and Mm -hmm. go to bed like your brain's just not getting any stimulation your back's going to be killing you and it's not giving your leisure time the like separation it deserves Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we really need that like mentally to like have clear boundaries between like this is work time and this is the workspace versus this is resting time and this is the rest space, you know? Yeah. And something I do or something I've done in my home is like my office, I'm trying to make like a really bright and colorful, fun space. And that's really to like encourage mm-hmm. creativity and like inspiration and like, you know, being like, I don't know, just like my, like you said, like stimulating my mind, like those sorts of things. But then my bedroom, which I'm deeming as my sanctuary or, you know, my Zen space to relax in my house, it's all like very soft pastel colors, whites, and like very minimal compared to my Mm -hmm. office that has a bright blue bookshelf in it, you know? So I feel like, yeah, it's, yeah, helping you like kind of the, you can create the environment for your workspace to be a great space to get your work done exactly like you were saying and then just kind of make like try to find a way to make it like drastically different in your zen kind of sanctuary space so your brain can register okay this is a different space we do different things in this space yeah definitely yeah I also like going on the whole working from home thing like I feel like we have screens in every single room we're on screens all the time and I feel like 
part of like having a Zen space might be creating, or sorry, tripping over my words, creating screen-free zones within your house. And this sounds next to impossible. I totally like get that, but it's something you could challenge yourself to, even just for like part of your morning routine or night routine, just like part of the day, having that zone be screen free. And I've heard some like really great examples of this one kind of going on the bedroom idea, knowing that's my Zen space is I've heard of people saying that they charge their phone in the kitchen. So like they kind of like shut off the lights in their kitchen, like shutting down the house for the night, plug their phone in there. Then they go to their bedroom. They have an actual alarm clock, not just their phone as their alarm clock. So they set that to wake them up in the morning. But the whole time they're in their bedroom, the phone's out. their phone is out of their room. There's no TV. There's no like laptop, iPad, nothing. It's just like, this is my time to read, to journal, whatever it is that you want to do in like your sanctuary. But I've also heard of maybe it's like take a bathroom being somebody's sanctuary. I think this is especially important for like moms, you know, like even like Mm, just having a cat. I'm like, I literally have no space that is just my own. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like you have no time to yourself. But I feel like a lot of adults, I say this as if we're not adults, like have (laughs) their bathrooms as their Zen space and like create an at-home spa because it's like when you're showering, taking a bubble bath, whatever, like that's really my me time. And Mm -hmm. maybe you challenge that to be your screen-free zone or your dining room, your kitchen, like while you're eating meals, like, you know, just carving out that screen-free time and like assigning it to a space so you can really like hit home the idea of the sanctuary. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think another good tip is once the weather's warm enough to open your windows because I feel like this is something that's underrated girl I say do it like a big difference do it even in the winter (laughs) honestly (laughs) there's just sometimes I get in this mood and I'm like I don't know what's wrong with me as soon as I open the window I just feel like I can breathe and like my mood totally shifts and there's just something about that like crisp winter air coming in the window even if it's just for like five ten minutes it's just so yeah. refreshing and I feel it like totally resets the room, which can reset like your whole mood, your whole vibe. Like it's so magical. Yeah. Well, and especially in the winter, it's like you've got your heater going all the time. So mm-hmm. I always feel like my house is dry. I have cats. Yeah. So I always feel like there's dust and fur yeah. everywhere because it just gets like sucked into the heater, then pushed back out. And it's just like stuffy yeah not a vibe yeah and so like on the weekend we had a warm day and I had the windows open all day long even though my cats acted like they were going to die of hypothermia because it was only 15 degrees oh my goodness that's so funny but anyways I was having a great time because it just really like I don't know it clears out your room and Mm. maybe if you only have windows that open a crack or it's still too cold wherever you are to do that I still think like using diffusers or even like bringing in flowers that have a nice scent or Mm -hmm. candles that smell like spring Mm -hmm. can kind of create a similar vibe yeah definitely and I think when you start like playing around with those sorts of things like you also dominate the vibe you know what I mean like obviously air purifiers like people 
some of my friends that have them like swear by them and that's just obviously cleaning your air mm-hmm. kind of to me I feel it gives them the same vibe as opening the windows does for me but yeah. like diffusing essential oils and stuff like if you're like mm-hmm. this is my relaxing space then you can choose like oils that are relaxing like lavender I don't know for me it's always tea tree and eucalyptus like very like soothing smells but then in my office right. again knowing that's a space I want to be really creative I might diffuse things like citrus or peppermint something a little bit like you're saying I love the word when you said stimulate your brain (laughs) I feel like it's just like you can really do that through of course like the colors we're talking about but also like the smells in your space same with like incense candles those sorts of things like I have some incense I love incense I don't burn them too much anymore because of my cat and I've read online that that's just kind of like dangerous or it can be so I'm scared oh really but I don't know how true it is. But anyways, even my like different sense of incense are one is like very – I forget what they are right now actually, but one's like very cozy when the other one's supposed to be a little mm-hmm. bit more like energizing. So I I love that. And also, of course, like yeah. plants. Like you mentioned flowers, but plants yeah. also I think even in your home office space or your zen space, wherever it is, like they can really be another way to like bring – the outdoors inside to your space and just make you feel rejuvenated. Yeah, I heard this might be fake, but this is what I heard that for (laughs) snake plants, which I have two of them and I love them because they're impossible to kill. Mm -hmm. I see one right behind you right now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I have one in my office and then I have a giant one in my bedroom because I heard you should put them in your bedroom because they clean the air and Mm. help you sleep better. But I heard that if you were like in a locked room that was like sealed and wouldn't let air in, you only needed like five or six snake plants to stay alive. That's how much oxygen. Oh, my goodness. Okay. That sounds fake, but that does I sound feel fake. like I read that somewhere. <laughs> it might be true. Who knows? Just go yeah. go fact check it, people. But that I know snake plants are like one of the like essential house plants or like where yeah. like a house plant everybody should have kind of thing if you're into house plants. Yeah. Because they don't yeah. need that much sun. Like you can even keep them in your bathroom, like mm-hmm. places that get no sun and they'll still be happy. So I'm just going to throw that out there. And they have babies like crazy. Mm. Like the one that is behind me currently, I got Christmas of last year and it's already had two babies. I just haven't repotted them yet. So now I can have unlimited amounts of snake plants and then I'll never suffocate if I'm stuck in a room with no air. That's that's definitely a good thing. We love that. (laughs) I'll have to research if that's true. Yeah. I love it so much. And I feel like we've talked, like touched on this so much already, but we're going to kind of get into the second half of the episode all about spring cleaning your life. So not just your space, but, you know, kind of that like mental space. And I really think it's going back to what we were just saying, how you can have the most beautiful Zen space, but if you're not like feeling beautiful and Zen on the inside, like it's hard to be present and embrace the space you're in. And when you think about, you know, like people going to a spa to relax, of course, the environment and ambiance of the spa, you know, the sounds, the smells, like the colors of the wall, like the soft towels, like all those things definitely make it relaxing. 
but I feel like it's more relaxing because you're not on your phone when you're at the spa or, you know, you're not doing anything. You're just being quiet, alone, kind of with yourself. And that's the more relaxing part. So Tag, what would be one tip you would give to people for spring cleaning their life? Ooh, well, or where should we start? A couple, yeah, yeah, so many. Like I, yeah, I feel like obviously, like spring cleaning. There are like eighty thousand blogs that are like how to spring clean your house, and they'll give you checklists and stuff. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to do that because we're not going to compete with eighty thousand blogs. (laughs) I feel (laughs) we also did we do it last year? I don't know. Maybe. I, I know remember. we had a home episode last year, but I don't remember if it was like a spring cleaning. Spring cleaning. But sign up for apartment therapy spring cleaning, guys, because yeah. that's what I signed up for. I don't think it started yet, but maybe by the time this episode drops, I'm not sure. Mm. But that's a really good one. And it's like you were saying, like achievable or not achievable tasks, yeah. but like smaller tasks that you tackle bit by bit. But anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry to jump in. <laughs> No, it's all good. Well, I was just going to say that, like, we're going to be talking about spring cleaning your life. So it might be a good place to start just, like, journaling. And the prompt would be, like, what part of your life is feeling messy right now? And you just, like, list it out. And it probably will start with physical spaces. Like, yeah, the cabinet under my bathroom sinks a mess. But then I feel like you can transition it into non-physical spaces and be like, my night routine is a mess. Mm-hmm. My diet right now is a mess. And so that would be like a really good jumping off point for everyone listening. Now, mm-hmm. we are obviously going to give you a bunch of examples of things that you might not have thought about, but I just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. We love a good journal prompt, so I'm here for yep. it. <laughs> then. First thing I am doing myself, mm-hmm. which I encourage everyone else to do, is to book all of your annual appointments. So this could be your doctor's appointment, your dentist, as well as like your beauty appointments. So for me, this is like hair, nails, maybe even a facial, a waxing. Because I just feel like in the winter, it's so easy to be in hibernation mode and to let those things go. But it's like if you really want something that's going to make you feel different, do something like that. Mm -hmm. And I feel like especially when it comes to like doctor's appointments, like OBGYN, your dentist, like even your family doctor, like those appointments I feel are things people dread and put off. But if you like consistently do it at the same time of year every year, it just makes it kind of a routine and like holds you accountable to doing it. So I feel like you know, springtime or I was going to say maybe like the beginning of the year is when people do it. So it's like every January, you know, you have to make those appointments, but I feel there's something about like, yeah, the springtime where you're taking care of yourself. I love that. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I wanted to say as much as it like sucks that you don't want to go to the dentist or you don't want to go to the doctor, if you work and have benefits, you should be using them because you pay Mm -hmm. for them every single month. Yeah. And if you're doing a consistency, like most people's benefits are you get to go to the dentist once a year. If you do it at the same time, it ensures that you don't mess up and accidentally go, you know, only nine months apart and then you have to pay out of pocket. 
So mm-hmm. it's really protecting you financially as well. Yeah. And like you said, you pay for those regardless if you use it or not. So might as well yeah. use them. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I think another thing I like to do, I want to say like every couple months, but especially in the like mindset of spring cleaning is going through my personal emails and unsubscribing from all the junk that I don't ever read. Mm -hmm. And that's often like a lot of retailer emails that I'll sign up for or retailers I shopped at like once but haven't shopped at for months or like ever since so going through unsubscribing from emails and newsletters also could be unsubscribing from any sort of like services or like subscriptions Mm -hmm. that you pay for monthly but you don't actually use like just doing like a big kind of like inventory of your inbox and then taking control of that I think that can really help you clear your mental space. I know for me, like my inbox is always zero. So often I like every morning I go through my inbox and delete things, but it's not very often that I spend the time actually unsubscribing from those emails to like prevent them from coming again. So something else I thought that'd be good to mention for spring cleaning. Yeah, definitely. Well, and like you mentioned, your inbox being at zero. Like I remember... A couple months ago, something like migrated in my Gmail where all of these emails I hadn't seen were in like a promotions folder Mm -hmm. and then got migrated to my main folder. So then it was like I had a thousand emails suddenly in my inbox and I was like, oh, my God, how do I even deal with this? But then it's like it takes like an hour. Most emails I get are junk, probably 90% of them. So it's like you just go through, click, delete, delete, delete mm-hmm. with the assumption that like you'll go back and organize the ones you're not deleting later. But it seems so daunting, but is so easy and takes like so little brain power, mm-hmm. so little like physical body movement. Yeah. It's you just have to like figure out a time to do it and do it. And it's the same for like organizing your desktop, organizing mm-hmm. your downloads folder. Like these things can get crazy. Yeah. And it's so much easier to go like little chunk at a time and not, you know, oh, I'm getting a new computer. Now I have to go through five years of drunk on this old computer or even worse. If your computer randomly dies, you don't know what was on there. You don't know what's important. You don't Mm -hmm. know what you've lost. Yeah. And kind of along those lines, I feel another good idea for spring cleaning your life is like backing everything Mm -hmm. up. So backing up your computer to an external hard drive or you know, some sort of cloud service, backing up your phone. So it's like once you go through that like cleansing process of your tech, if it's your laptop, you know, your phone deleting apps you don't use, going through your camera roll deleting, all those really bad selfies that you took like five (laughs) months ago, you know, like even cleaning up your contacts. Like I don't know, not so much anymore, but like anytime I'd like go out, I just get like random numbers in my phone. Like this is like way back before yeah. the pandemic. And then I would just look at my contacts and be like, who even was this person? Like, you know, it's just yeah. like good clean up your contacts. And then once everything is like cleaned up and simplified and worth backing up, then definitely back it up. Yeah. Well, cleaning your phone up is another really great thing that should be done as far as like deleting apps you don't use organizing your apps in a way that works for you I organize mine by color because I read that that's Mm. how like the brain remembers things and I do find it easier but I don't know if that's just a placebo or not so 
I have, I can share like a screenshot of what my homepage looks like on our Instagram story, Mm -hmm. but I block everything by color in its own folder. And so now if I'm like, oh, I'm going to Twitter, like my brain thinks blue instead of like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's in the social media folder. You know what I mean? Very interesting. So it's kind of weird, but I really like it and it looks nice. I have everything all on one page. I can kind of go from there. Another thing is, like you said, organizing your photos. Mm-hmm. This is something I really need to do because I just have so many photos. Mm-hmm. Deleting text messages you don't need anymore. Like I used to be a person who was like, save everything because you never know when you can need it. And I was like, what? What's the point in <laughs> saving Tex-Mex conversations from the last five years? Like. Oh man, I'm like intense. Or if it is, yeah. back it up somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of the opposite. I feel like I was that way, but now, like, I probably delete my text messages pretty much as soon as the conversation's done. I just delete mm. the thread, and it literally it's because inside I feel that like this is like super dramatic, but like the like closure being <laughs> like okay, conversation's done, or like mentally it's like right. okay, that's done you know, throw it away onto the next next thing. thing. Like I can only focus on one thing at a time. So obviously like with people I talk to all the time and like the conversation is never really like done, you know what I mean? But for those like friends that you just check in with periodically and then you know it's going to be like a few weeks or months before you talk to them again, I'm like, meh, Yeah, I'll throw this away. And same with photos. Like I Mm -hmm. feel like I used to back up all my photos and I feel like I even like got an external hard drive just to back up my photos and then I don't know oh it was when I got my computer so I don't know when that was maybe two three years ago at this point I was going through my external hard drive and I was like I honestly don't know why I kept all these photos like I never look at them right now I look at them and I just like cringe like it's nice to have like (laughs) photos of like you know big moments and like travel stories and like those sorts of things like I am I back all that stuff up but when it's just like one selfie from 2017 I'm like "Mm, I probably don't need that anymore (laughs) yeah well I use google photos because it automatically backs everything up Mm. So then I can delete the photos off my iPhone and they're not taking up space. But yeah. then if I'm like, oh, my God, I need this picture of blah, blah, like the Google search obviously is amazing and I can search anything. So like if it's Sadie's birthday, I can search Sadie and see every single picture I've ever taken with her and be like, <laughs> yep, that's the one for Instagram. Or if I'm like, I want to see all the pictures I took when I was in Hawaii, I can search by location. But then it's not like they're clogging up my phone. Yeah. Because that's unnecessary. Like, do I need to see every picture I've taken of Sadie every single day? Maybe. Girl, you should charge charge your friends for that. Be like, I have an archive on all of our text conversations. Yeah. All the photos of you, like, for $5 a month. They're all live photos, too. So I'm like, (laughs) if you need a video montage, I will convert these and... I'll get that your TikTok so popping funny. off. That's so, so funny. Yeah. yeah. So it's just an option if you're like, well, I don't want to delete all my photos. It's yeah. like find an app that can help you back it up to make it more reasonable because all this technology is supposed to be tools that help you. They're yeah. not supposed to make you feel stressed out. They're supposed to make you feel less stressed. So use them in a way that works for you. Totally. And I feel like if you kind of want to go to like making your phone look aesthetic and stuff. Like there's so many like YouTube videos, even on Pinterest, like templates to download or not templates, 
Yeah, or like the covers is kind of what I'm thinking for your apps and stuff. Like you can go yeah. hard with this stuff. So it is like a lot of fun, but I feel it's not something you probably do all the time. So it could be nice just to like yeah. do it seasonally or like for the year at this time of year. Yeah. Another thing I love is detoxing your social media. So this is unfriending people who aren't bringing mm-hmm. you joy, unfollowing people who aren't bringing you joy on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, whatever it is. If anything on social media is making you feel bad, I say, like, see you later. Yeah. (laughs) And I started doing this, like, more intensely this year just because I feel like there's so much negativity Mm -hmm. and so much divide. And it was really upsetting me. And it got to a point where I was like, honestly, I can't deal with this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to. (laughs) Yeah. And it's made me feel so much better. Now when I go onto Instagram... I just feel great. And it's not that I'm saying, you know, I've put my head in the sand and I don't see anything political or anything like that. It's just that people who went out of their way to bug me, Mm. not me specifically, but you know what I mean? They, I was like, there's no reason that I need to follow this person anymore, especially in the pandemic when like, I haven't seen people in two years. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's fine. Yeah. Who cares? It, yeah. And then if things change in the future, I can refollow them. Exactly. And it'll be fine. Yeah. It's kind of like going back to what we're talking about in your home space is like, if it doesn't spark joy, get rid of it. And I feel yeah. like you can take that approach when you're looking at content on social media. Doesn't spark joy, yeah. get rid of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Get, and most yeah. of them are like celebrities yeah. that are being annoying. Yeah. And it's like, why am I even following that? Like, what a waste of time. So, so funny. This is yeah. the type of trash we're talking about getting rid of when you're spring cleaning your life. Yeah. <laughs> Other people. <laughs> <laughs> annoying celebrities. Yes. Another thing I wanted to mention was cleaning up your Spotify. If you're a playlist hoarder like me, Or, like, creating a new Spotify playlist with all your favorite songs. Like, I know it's so easy just to like a bunch of songs. Then you end up with, like, 8,000 just saved to your library. But create, like, a fun spring playlist. And we have one that we can share. Mm -hmm. But it's good. Like, music is such a way to set the vibe. Yeah. Like, I notice when I'm doing yoga, if I'm playing yoga music, I'm so much better at it. Yeah. Same with if like you're trying to do a spa night, play spa music and it just sets the vibe. Mm-hmm. 100%. The next thing that came to mind for me was going through your credit card and your bank statements from the year so far and categorizing your spending to just get like a pulse check mm-hmm. on your budgeting. And we kind of talked about, you know, unsubscribing from emails. And I mentioned like unsubscribing from services or monthly fees that yeah. you have that you don't actually use. So I think we kind of pay these things, especially like if it just goes on your credit card every month and we don't even think about it. So just like carving time out. Again, I feel like the spring cleaning timing is like the perfect time to do this, but every few months even just to like get a pulse check on, okay, this is where my money's going. Be aware of it and then be like, is this what I want out of like the next month or like the next season kind of thing, you can definitely like take matter into your own hands and like make any changes from there once you know what's going on. Yeah. I feel like I see so many memes on like Twitter and TikTok that are like, I use Apple pay. Like Apple is paying for those things Yeah, because it's like so easy to spend money. Yeah. So it's good to, you know, like I check my bank account at least 
once a month mm-hmm. and pay my credit card and see because also you could be getting like a fraudulent charge and don't even notice yeah like as much as it's painful to look at your bank account sometimes and can feel stressful you will feel so much better and you're protecting yourself and that's important yeah and I think too something that always gets me is anytime I get a free trial of something that's like a limited time trial if it's an app if it's even like a streaming service and it's like seven day free trial then you're charged and then you're locked into the year (laughs) Yeah. Like then you're paying for these things and you're like, oh crap, like I forgot to cancel that and now I'm being charged yeah. every month for it or whatever it is. I know I think I yeah. paid for like Visco for like four years. I feel oh, like God. this was my first year stopping paying for Visco because I was like, yeah. I was like, okay, I paid for it. I might as well use it. Then the second year is like, okay, I'm going to cancel it this year. Then I didn't. And then yeah. It was one of those like annual oh, charge yeah. things. So I feel like that is the prime example of this is like, I didn't ever do an inventory to be like, oh yeah, I should cancel yeah. this, you know? And even if it's for this example, like this go, I paid for like every January or whatever. But like, if I cancel yeah. it now, I'll still pay for it until like January or whatever. But at least I'm remembering yeah. to cancel it, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is also a good time if you started a fitness journey in January to kind of revamp your fitness routine. Mm -hmm. So obviously, hopefully by now you've figured out what resonates with you, what doesn't, what you love to do, what's a big annoyance. So now is the perfect time to switch things out, try new classes so that you don't end up feeling like bored or uninspired and end up skipping your workouts. Yeah, I love that. And I think especially too, like especially in Ontario, things are a little bit more open than they were at the beginning of the year. So it could be a good time to try new things, you know, like maybe you haven't Mm -hmm. done a spin class before, but spin is finally back open. So get out there, try the spin class and yeah, like see how you can revamp your routine. I love that. Yeah. The last thing I wanted to suggest was coming up with some routines maybe you'd like set some routines in January readjusting them things like coming up with a sleep routine so that you can practice good sleep hygiene and actually following following it maybe you set a goal that in January you were going to read for 30 minutes before bed but now you figured out that that gets you wound up mm-hmm. so now is a good time to adjust your routine especially because daylight savings is coming up we're going to have a time change and everyone's going to be tired which side note I feel like that is actually a really good time to start a morning routine Mm -hmm. because no matter how late you sleep in you're going to be tired just because you're an hour earlier so you might as well like go ham if you're going to be tired anyways but Mm, that's my two cents yeah (laughs) I also think like having a routine, we have so many episodes, I think about routines, but just while we're on the topic, going back to that like Zen space or like sanctuary, whatever, when you have a routine and you, you're kind of taking control of like your time in a way. So it gives you kind of that like mental space to relax at the end of the day or start your day on a relaxing note, because you know, it is part of my routine to relax or it's part of my routine to yeah yeah, drink my morning coffee in bed or read uh, in the morning or read before bed at night so it kind of goes hand in hand with like that whole like zen space you're not freaking out being like oh I should be doing this I should be doing that when it's like well no I do this Mm -hmm. every day and 
everything manages to work out, you know, so that's good. Also on that kind of note, I also want to just like suggest again, habit tracker. So of course, like Mm -hmm. looking at your routines, seeing what's feeling messy. Like I really love those ideas that you said, Teg. And I think that also kind of translates into habit tracker as well. So that's something Mm -hmm. that I've been using since January, but it It's just like taking a look, being like, this is a habit I never tick off. Why aren't I ticking it off? Should I get rid of it? Or like, how can I improve my system to be more successful with it? Or maybe I can take it to the next level, kind of like you're saying for your fitness journey, being like, you know, okay, Mm -hmm. I drank two bottles of water every day, but maybe I can push myself to be three and just like try to revamp it. Um, Not that you need to always be bettering yourself, but maybe, you know, if there are like ways that or things you think you could tweak to make things easier or harder for yourself, whatever kind of like vibe you want. Now is a great time to do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, we talked all about kind of spring cleaning your space more so creating a Zen relaxing space and spring cleaning your life. But I hope this gave you guys some ideas and like you were saying, take like ideas outside of the, you know, cleaning checklist that, you typically think of when you think of spring cleaning. You guys know us. We're all about living your best life all the time. And I feel like just having like a good excuse to do like a mental check-in or a -hmm. check-in on your home, like that's sometimes all we need. So hopefully this was a little friendly reminder to do that. But that is all we have for you guys today. So thank you so much for listening. We drop a new episode every Tuesday, so we will chat with you next week. You can also find us on social media at Our Golden Twenties on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Pinterest, Spotify. We do have Spotify playlists like Tegan mentioned and a Patreon page, which is the best way to support the podcast for as little as $2 a month. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will see you next Tuesday. Bye.